Inferno. Canto 12. The place where to descend the bank we came was alpine, and from what was there, moreover, of such a kind that every eye would shun it, such as that ruin is which in the flanks moat, on this side of Trent, the Adige, either by earthquake or by failing stay. For from the mountain's top, from which it moved, unto the plain the cliff is shattered so, some path would give to him who was above. Even such was the descent of that ravine, and on the border of the broken chasm the infamy of Crete was stretched along. Who was conceived in the fictitious cow, and when he has beheld, he bit himself, even as one whom anger racks within. My sage towards him shouted, Peradventure thou think street that here may be the Duke of Athens, who in the world above brought death to thee? Get thee gone, beast, for this one cometh not instructed by thy sister, but he comes in order to behold your punishments. As is that bull who breaks loose at the moment in which he has received the mortal blow, who cannot walk, but staggers here and there. Thus down we took our way over the discharge of stones, which oftentimes did move themselves beneath my feet, from the unwanted burden. Thoughtful I went and he said, Thou art thinking perhaps upon this ruin, which is guarded by that rude anger which just now I quenched. Now will I have thee know, the other time I here descended to the nether hell, this precipice had not yet fallen down. But truly, if I well discern, a little before his coming who the mighty spoil bore off from dis, in the supernal circle, upon all sides the deep and loathsome valley trembled so, that I thought the universe was thrilled with love, by which there are who think. The world of times converted into chaos, and at that moment this primeval crag both here and elsewhere made such overthrow. But fix thine eyes below, for draw eighth near the river of blood, within which boiling is woe or by violence doth injure others. O blind cupidity, O wrath insane, that spurs us onward so in our short life and in the eternal then so badly steeps us. I saw an ample moat bent like a bow, as one which A.L. the plain encompasses, conformable to what my guide had said. And between this and the embankment's foot centaurs in file were running, armed with arrows, as in the world they used the chase to follow. Beholding us descend, each one stood still, and from the squadron three detached themselves, with bows and arrows in advance elected. And from afar one cried, Unto what torment come ye, who down the hillside are descending? Tell us from there, if not, I draw the bow. My master said, Our answer will we make to Chiron, near you there, in evil hour, that will of thine was ever more so hasty. Then touched he me, and said, This one is Nasus, who perished for the lovely Dejanira, and for himself, himself did vengeance take. And he in the midst, 
who at his breast is gazing, is the great Chiron, who brought up Achilles, the other Pholus is, who was so wrathful. Thousands and thousands go about the moat shooting with shafts whatever soul emerges out of the blood, more than his crime allots. Near we approached unto those monsters fleet, Chiron an arrow took, and with the notch backward upon his jaws he put his beard. After he had uncovered his great mouth, he said to his companions, Are you aware that he behind moveth waiter he touches? Thus are not wont to do the feet of dead men, and my good guide, who now was at his breast, where the two natures are together joined, replied, Indeed he lives, and thus alone me it behoves to show him the dark valley, necessity, and not delight, impels us. Some one withdrew from singing Hallelujah, who unto me committed this new office. No thief is he, nor I a thievish spirit. But by that virtue through which I am moving my steps along this savage thoroughfare, give us some one of thine to be with us, and who may show us where to pass the ford, and who may carry this one on his back, for tis no spirit that can walk the air. Upon his right breast Chiron wheeled about, and said to Nesus, Turn and do thou guide them, and warn aside, if other band may meet you. We with our faithful escort onward moved along the brink of the vermilion boiling, wherein the boiled were uttering loud laments. People I saw within up to the eyebrows, and the great centaur said, Tyrants are these, who dealt in bloodshed and in pillaging. Here they lament their pitiless mischiefs. Here is Alexander, and fierce Dionysius who upon Sicily brought dolorous years. That forehead there which has the hair so black is Azolan, and the other who is blonde, Abizo is a vetch, who, in truth, up in the world was by his stepson slain. Then turned I to the poet, and he said, Now he be first to thee, and second I. A little farther on the centaur stopped above a folk, who far down as the throat seemed from that boiling stream to issue forth. A shade he showed us on one side alone, saying, He cleft asunder in God's bosom the heart that still upon the Thames is honored. Then people saw I, who from out the river lifted their heads and also all the chest, and many among these I recognized. Thus ever more and more grew shallower that blood, so that the feet alone it covered, and there across the moat our passage was. Even as thou here upon this side beholdest the boiling stream, that I diminishes, the centaur said, I wish thee to believe, that on this other more and more declines its bed, until it reunites itself where it behoveth tyranny to groan. Justice divine, upon this side, is goading that Attila, who was a scourge on earth, and Pyrrhus, and Sextus, and forever milks. The tears which with the boiling it unseals in Rainier de Cornetto and Rainier Passo, who made upon the highways so much war.
Then back he turned, and passed again the ford.